and welcome to this episode of Cinema Clash. Hey guys, we have a special episode today. My name is Kyle Sisloni and I am joined by... Alex Zarnowski. And Brianne Beatty. Hey guys, what's going on? We don't have a normal episode today. There's no clash up per se between two characters, but we do have some clash up of movies in general. Uh, We're going to be talking about our summer movies of 2012. It's more of a overview and outlook on what movies are coming out have already come out since we're actually doing this about two, three weeks into it now, and uh, talk about what we think's going to be good, what's already been doing good, obviously, and uh, what's not going to do as good, I guess. So I guess we have to start off with the most obvious thing here, The Avengers, which started off the summer movie season, which now starts in the first weekend in May, and The Avengers did way better than people were anticipating, me included. Um, I knew it was going to do very well, but I never thought it was going to be of this caliber. No. And I know you guys saw it, too. Um, any thoughts, just initially? It's of the X caliber, first of all. It's like, I thought that this movie was just going to be an addition, like, in addition to Thor or um, Hulk or Captain America or Iron Man, it would just be some sort of, like, Okay, well, it's just piecing piecing it together. And while it does piece everything together, it separates itself from all those other movies. And it's almost like, okay, they definitely took the time almost writing the Avengers as they went along. So it's not like, you know, right. I know Joss, Re- Joss Whedon wrote the Avengers, but there was some serious collaboration going on, which made it just that much better. But, so my my, my big point is, if you didn't see the other films... You'd have no idea what was going on, but for the see, the- I had a conversation with somebody about that, and I, I agree with you that it's it would definitely be more confusing. Definitely, um, I don't think it's completely worthless to go see it though if oh, you no. haven't seen any of the movies. Entertainment value factor like a ten. Well, yeah. Um. So, but enjoyment factor. I mean, you're definitely going to enjoy it way. Oh, well, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, you'll get the gist of what's going on. I think sure. by watching the movie, if you have, if yeah, you well, kind of they, they they run through stuff kind of quick. Like they do hint about the Tesseract and yeah, Loki and you know what I mean. But they don't really. I mean, they don't give a lot of backstory, but they give a basic idea. I think they they could have done a better job at showing that kind of stuff. I guess, but they that's what they've been working on for the last four years or whatever it's been like that's what the last four years have been was all this build-up so that we they didn't have to do any of that introduction stuff for this movie which is why this movie i think was so awesome there's no well how did he become this guy and why is he doing it this way or how did he get his suit it's all okay he's got it and now we're gonna watch him do some really sweet stuff with it is this the first one of i guess one of the first movies aside from the dark knight where we're actually getting like that jump in or maybe I guess Spider Man. I don't know. You, you see a lot of origin stories, even if it's a villain. Like in Spider Man Two, it was Doc Ock. Spider Man Three. I mean, we had our plethora of origin stories, but this this may be like the most satisfying. Just like okay, here we go. They're gonna be heroes. They're gonna be doing what they're supposed to do. Other than mm-hmm. other than an X Men movie, but even in X Men, you're introduced to new characters and you're watching them grow. Right. So. Mm-hmm. But even with X-Men, they made that Wolverine origin movie. Yep. You know, yeah. but um, the, uh, I think you can say that this movie is unprecedented in the way that they did it, like the way that they built this movie up, like using the same actors, um, tying all of these movies in together with scenes thrown in the end of movies, the beginning of movies, randomly throughout movies, 
Other leading up to this movie. Like, there's never been something like this that's been ever done and s- executed so successfully, I think. Other than Harry Potter. No. Yeah, but not even that, because all that. of those films are are one storyline, you know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. This is different Follows where it's... one main character. Yeah, where there's, how many, like, was it, four... Four separate storylines, and there's been five movies because there's two Iron Man movies. Yeah, all thrown in towards this one movie, even though they're all separate ideas. Just really quickly, I got to point out that it just sucks that Spider-Man isn't involved in any capacity just because of studio issues. You know, like rights. Yeah, I mean, technically, all of pretty much everyone but the X-Men. Well, I guess even I don't even know if any of the X-Men were or not, but most. Marvel heroes were at some point part of the Avengers in the comic book uh, at any point. Like, Spider-Man was part of the Avengers at some point, and this person was. Everybody was. Um, but this is, like... I'm not sure exactly how close it was to, like, as far as comic book lore goes. Um, I n- I'm not into all that, but... Well, I just Anyway. Know, well, I was looking... I was in a store and looking at some uh, pint glasses they were selling, and they left out Thor and included Spider-Man and had Captain America and Iron Man. Right. So it seems like Spider-Man was pretty important at one point. Yeah, he definitely came in. Like, um, I know Thor was the first. I want to say that one of the first Avengers um, in the in the story, and he was the one who kind of stayed throughout. Like, he was. I mean, I don't know if he was always there, but he was like part of the Avengers like the longest. I guess. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, it did really well. It broke a bunch of records. Made over. What was it? Um, 200 million the first weekend like broke records for the weekend broke records for friday night a saturday made over a billion dollars in its first 19 days it's just crazy just breaking records all over the place and uh real quick before we get into the other stuff the other movies for the rest of the summer uh do we think this is going to be uh, initially i think we all thought that the dark knight was going to do really well this summer and i think it's it's definitely going to do very well but and and i was looking at this movie dark knight's gonna have a heck of a time trying to beat this movie as far as like financially for the summer what do you think well when you think of the avengers it has so many different movies that could have reached an audience you know like someone could have seen thor and got drawn into it or iron man and got drawn into it that if you didn't see, like, the other Batman movies, it might not grab that audience that didn't see it. I think it's, it's a probability is higher that someone True. saw But I just know so many people that have been waiting for the next Dark Knight movie. Right. So it's just really it's really hard to say. I yeah. was going to say the exact same thing. Um, you've, you've got so many more movies and so many more um, demographics even that are being pulled in. And it's all being combined into one one climax, so to speak. Yeah. And then the Dark Knight. I think the <laughs> the Dark Knight has reached its peak as well in terms of audience. And you're either in <laughs> by the Dark Knight, you're in or you're out. Right. You're either going to see it mm-hmm. or you're not. Yeah. And I think the fact that this is finishing up a trilogy, like finishing up a story, is really going to pull people in too. I think. Um, just knowing that this is this is the end. Like you want to see how this, con- like, what happens, like, what the conclusion to this story is, since it's been such a good story. All right, so, while we're talking about The Dark Knight, um, this is actually one of those things I was going to bring up. Um, somebody brought up this really interesting 
uh, theory about the Dark Knight Rises. And um, let's put up the spoiler alert thing here where it's just a theory, but if it comes true, don't hate me for it. And um, Sort of like how you thought Heath Ledger wasn't dead and he was going to come oh, yeah. back. Oh, definitely. I, I still think that, you know, we have our opportunity this summer to find out if Heath Ledger will be back. Dude, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a guy can dream. Um, so somebody said, well, uh, Gordon Lovett, what's what's his name? Jason or... Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph. Yeah. That kid. Gordon-Levitt. Gordon, yeah. I'm just joking, by the way. Um he um he's he's brought in and in the trailer you only see him briefly. And I'm going purely by the movie itself, not by the comic the the uh, uh comic, comic book. book. Yeah, serious. Well, um so let's let's go back even further to the com- not the comics, the uh cartoon series. There was a series, I don't remember what it was, where Batman was uh, training somebody to kind of be Batman. I don't know if it was like something in the Justice League or I don't remember what it was, but I just remember Bruce with white hair. And uh, it would be an interesting thing that if, you know, he does end up kicking the bucket, that he was in the middle of training or somebody else comes up and takes his place. Just just an, a nice switcheroo. So like he's ending his, his run and somebody else new comes in, and there's that hope of that that symbol that Batman is still there. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. You have random right. character coming in, and maybe he's. Well, we'll see. I don't exactly know. I think I remember reading what the actual part was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt played. I don't remember what it was. I never. I haven't recognized he, the name, so I wasn't some, exactly sure. He's some sort but, of op. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, yeah, the, the Avengers kicked off the summer movie season, and I just want to preface the rest of this uh, episode saying that uh, Alex, Brianna, and myself, is, along with uh, maybe six or seven other people, I do a summer movie wager pool every year where we each make a list of the top ten movies we think will gross the most money from a period of the first weekend in May till Labor Day weekend, which is about the end of August. And we do it every year. You pick ten movies, obviously one being the highest grossing movie of the summer, and then, you know, chronologically down there, decreasing value and money. And we pick three Dark Horses, uh, three movies in addition to the top ten, which we aren't really confident enough to put on the top ten, but put in a Dark Horse, you think that it has an outside chance of somehow um, becoming popular and making the top ten somehow. So we all three of us have these movies. So as we go through these summer movies here, uh, we'll probably reference that a lot. Obviously, we all have Avengers on our list, and we all have Dark Knight on our list. I think everybody here, everybody on that's playing the game has Dark Knight Rises as number one, and Avengers as number two, except for one person who switched them and put Avengers at one, and Dark Knight Rises at two, which, the way the Avengers is making money now is going to be a very, very good list. Yes. Um, anyway, so, last weekend, Dark Shadows came out, and initially I thought... Oh man, Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland, that did really good. It's Johnny Depp, he's got a face, people know him. It's a it's an old um kind of soap opera-ish dark weird show that people used to watch, I guess. I don't know. Not not too, I mean my mom used to watch it. I never really watched it before. I never actually heard of it. But uh I think Johnny Depp as the name and Tim Burton as a director, people know them. People are going to go see them. 
and it didn't do very well. What did it only make like thirty million or something its opening weekend? Yeah, I actually haven't done any research on that particular movie because I I, I want to see it. And usually right. when I go see a movie, I don't touch the internet. <laughs> yeah. See, I I just saw Dark Shadows the other day, and I mean I don't want to go into it. I don't I know you guys want yeah, to see it, so I'm not going to say anything we, about we it. But uh, yeah. it underperformed, and I could see I ha- I could see why it underperformed. Not just because of the Avengers being out, which is definitely a lot. What had a lot to do with it. It did, yeah. Um, but I think most people that that were do their top ten uh, put Dark Shadows either in their list or as a dark horse. I think almost everyone. But, yeah, but. I, I just had I just knew. I put it as a dark horse just in case, but I just had this feeling that it wouldn't do as well. I feel like it would be overshadowed by the Avengers coming out. Right. And it just wasn't as summer blockbuster yeah. as the other ones that I just... I know. I was very iffy. I put it as my number 10. Like, I put it just enough so that, you know, it might make it into the top 10, if at all. Anyway, uh, so this weekend, uh, Battleship came out. The Dictator came out, and What to Expect When You're Expecting came out. Uh, nothing really huge. Um, I mean, Battleship, I, I'm not, I don't know what kind of crowd Battleship appeals to, really. Um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, it's like... You've got, there's two factors. There's the military factor and the Rihanna factor. Well, then there's the Transformers factor. And like, the Transformers. Transformers does really well. It's by the by the same product, production company, and it's... It looks like Transformers. There's like aliens and stuff, like with big mechanical machines that they're flying around in. Um, I remember when when this movie was first announced, and they're like, "Oh, they're making a uh, movie based on the board game Battleship." And right. I go, what? And yeah. I was like, how are they going to do that? And now I see this, and I go, "Well, it's not really based on the board game, is it? It's just kind of a movie that happens to be called the same name. That's a game about ships blowing up." Nothing about aliens. There's, I, don't, when, I don't remember playing Battleship. I haven't played Battleship in a while, but pretty sure there's nothing to do with aliens in it. No. So. No. Well, Indiana Jones has everything to do with aliens, so everything has <laughs> yeah, everything. I guess everything has to do with aliens nowadays. But there's another also, like that coming out, like Sorry or something. Or Monopoly. Really? Yeah, Monopoly. That's what it is. Monopoly? Monopoly? Well, I mean, Clue came out. And huh? Clue's an awesome movie. Well, yeah, well, Clue. That, that's a game that would make sense. Like, yeah. it right. has a story. You're trying yeah. to solve something. It's right. not just... Well, we'll have to stay tuned next summer when Candyland comes out. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. Matters uh, starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. And... <laughs> as the Licorice King. Yeah, as um, King. So we have The Dictator. And not too many people put this on their top ten list. I, I'm i not sure. See, the problem with this summer is there's really no standout comedy. Like, there's no Hangover. There's no Bridesmaids. There's really no big, big comedy well, this year. Yeah, what to expect when you're expecting will get like that. I didn't put it anywhere on my list, but I know that will get some of the girls going yeah. that maybe liked Bridesmaids. I won't, it's not of the same caliber yeah. at all. But I know I didn't put this on my list either, but the campaign's coming out this year with yeah. Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, that comes out in August, and usually movies that come out in August tend not to make the top ten because they only have about, 30 days or so, or however late they have until the end of August to make money. Whereas a movie like Avengers has has been making money since the very beginning. You know what I mean? So, I mean, while movies in August may actually do well at the box office over time, as far as our game goes in the top 10, they usually don't do very well. So, 
that's just why usually I don't put movies or people don't usually put movies from August in. But I, I, I think there were like two people that put what to expect when you're expecting on their lists. And I think only a couple people put The Dictator. I was toying with it. I just couldn't really fit it in. I ended up putting Battleship in as one of my dark horses actually instead because I'm not sure if Battleship was going to maybe somehow sneak in randomly. Um, and they're all releasing this weekend too. Like it's Dictator, Battleship, and What to Expect When You're Expecting. I don't know if any one of them is necessarily going to win everyone's votes. I think, if anything, the tickets will be split up. And plus, we still have the Avengers, and plus, we still have Dark Shadows out. So, I don't see everyone flocking to the theaters to see any three of these movies, you know? Yeah. I also think it's a very... There are a lot of movies that I want to see, and I think that it's kind of preventing me from going to see anything. So, it's really making me pick and choose, you know, there's. I would like to see The Dictator. I would like to see Dark Shadows. But will I get to see them? I don't know. Right. But uh, speaking of Men in Black, I think, you know, that's something I'm definitely going to go see as soon as I possibly can. Because it looks, it, it really does look amazing. And yes, yeah. you and I were talking earlier about how nostalgic it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my best ex- best movie-going experiences was in 1997, I believe 97, not 96, right? Yeah. Or was it 96? When the fifth, It was in the mid-90s. Yeah. The element, Will Smith golden prime period. Golden era. The golden era, yeah. yeah. Um, the Fifth Element just so happened to come out the same summer. So you had these two wonderful, as, as Men in Black, so you had these two wonderful sci-fi movies. Well, I was at a drive-in when I was really young up in Vermont, and I got to see back-to-back Men in Black and then The Fifth Element. Best experience I ever had going to see any movie at all. It's just it's just like watching one hit after another. I don't know. It just makes me feel awesome to have to go back into the theater and watch Men in Black 3. I don't know right. why. I love it definitely got, it's definitely going to strike, uh, as, I don't know if we said, um, that comes out May 25th. That comes out next week. And that's definitely going to strike up, especially for me, Like an, it's got the nostalgia factor. Where I think people are going to go see it, like they recognize the name, they recognize the faces. Um, it's something that's coming back after so many times. Like there's going to be a lot of, um, like our age, like mid mid to late 20s people who, you know, grew up with these movies going to see this, you know, the third movie. And then there's also going to be, I think it, it, it does appeal to a younger crowd too. So I think it might actually spark some interest in like younger people who are new to this franchise going to see it, which might make it do well. I, I think it'll do well. It's definitely a name. And I, I think I put it as number three on my list. I, I don't, I don't have it on my, yeah, I think I put number three. Um, cause I, I think, I think it probably will do well. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the nostalgia factor for me. I went as one for Halloween, but I guess it was a girl in black, but I'm pretty excited. And it's also been a couple years, right? Since, um, well, Smith has really been in anything, and he's such a popular actor that I think people are going to be excited. Because it's been a couple years, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he hasn't really. I mean, he did uh, what was Hancock? That was in two thousand seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, that was like the, Le- that was the last yeah. big thing Le- he did, really. When was yeah. I Am Legend? After that, it's I think. Been- oh yeah, maybe I Am Legend. That was probably. Yeah, but it's still been. Yeah. A few it's definitely years. been a couple. Yeah, it's de- yeah. it's definitely been at least three or four years. Yeah. He was busy uh, nurturing the children. I think it was seven pounds. I forget about that movie. Yeah. Seven pounds. Well, We've yeah. seen depressing Will Smith or like end of the world. Will Smith. We need to see funny Will Smith again. So yeah. I think people are excited. I think this is going to kick off, um, a wild, wild west 
sequel as well. I think this I, is, he's working. I think it's the same director. Yeah. Um, this time from the original Men in Black, Men in Black Two, this one, and then Wild Wild West. He also directed that. Um, right. Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, yeah, Sonnenfeld. Um, and I really think that just to hit home with the people who are feeling nostalgic, just bring back. I mean, they could do a good job, at, you know, producing another script for right. Wild Wild West too. But I don't know. That's just me. I think that. Those were two movies I most remember from the the, uh, the Will Smith days. Not that Wild Wild right. West did well, but yeah, I I think Men in Black will definitely. I I think it's definitely going to do well. I think it'll definitely make the top ten. I'm not exactly sure where. I put it pretty high, but that's because there's not a whole lot of I don't, there's not a lot of competition this year. I mean, I feel like. But um, anyway, just real quick, I have the numbers here from this weekend. Battleship Avengers topped the box office again for the third week in a row, or fourth week in a row, maybe, uh, or no third. Uh, made fifty five million, putting its total gross up to four hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars, or million dollars, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. And Battleship uh, came in at number two with twenty five million, and Dictator at third with seventeen million. Then Dark Shadows with twelve, and then What to Expect when you're expecting coming in with ten million. So how many? So these? Battleship and Dictator did pretty much split the split the money there, uh, more or less, with only. Not even adding up to the Avengers and what that made. Well, you have to think how many people are seeing this again and again. Right. I mean, I saw Avengers twice already. There you I go. Saw the, I saw it twice example. in like five days. So, there you go. I mean, it's it's just one of those movies. You like you as soon as you see it, you instantly kind of want to go back to see it. That's just I'd, how I'd go fun. back. I'd go back. Yeah. So anyway, um, so then then the next weekend, what is it? June first, uh, Piranha 3DD, which I don't think is gonna do very well. I'm not really gonna really need to talk about that um, but snow white and the huntsman comes out which is a really interesting film because it it's got the it's definitely got the cast factor which is definitely gonna pull people in who want to see chris hemsworth who's having a great year by the way i might add he's got a cabin in the woods which was phenomenal that movie it was so awesome obviously he's got avengers and now he's got this movie coming out he's he's all over the place he's like the, the new big name Who's the dude from Clash of the Titans? He's just like him this year. Sam Worthington? Yeah, Worthington. Oh, yeah, Sam Worthington. Duh. From Avatar and yeah. uh, Terminator. Yep. Anyway, uh, and Snow White also has, obviously, it's got uh, Kristen Stewart, um, who's obviously the star of the Twilight franchise. And it's got Charlize Theron playing the villain role. Uh, and it's Snow White. It's like, a, it's like an alternate take on a fairy tale that everyone knows. Uh, classic story, I guess, kind of thing, uh, with a new twist on it. It's like a modern twist, but with, like, there's, like, definitely got some action in it. There's definitely some cool action set pieces, at least from what I've seen in the trailers. And it's, like, a love story, obviously, but there's going to be some sort of love story. I think I think it's going to do really well. I think people are under, underestimating how well this movie actually will do this summer. Yeah, I think it'll do pretty well. I, I think, um, also, there's a lot of trailers. Bree and I have been... I think on the same page of, as this, um, there's there they always do this where they'll release the teaser trailers and then they'll release something more substantial. But the things that were more substantial this year to me, like the dictator, even when they released a more substantial, like longer piece, it still didn't show what the hell was going on in the in the um, the movie until right. the one before the Avengers. That trailer kind of opened it up to me to think of it as not such a. I don't know, a pink right. movie to do. See, I, I, I mean, not to get off track, I do kind of like that, though, because so many movies, so many trailers nowadays show, 
like the best parts. Like I'll say, Dark Shadows. I don't want to spoil it, but Dark Shadows shows a lot of the funnier moments of the yeah. movie in and the trailer. That's what I'm. My point, like uh, Snow White. Up until like a couple weeks ago, I didn't really have any. I didn't really want to see it, but now right. the trailers that are out now are just kind of, I don't know, more appealing. I guess. Yeah. Mm. I think I think it'll definitely do well though. Yeah, me too. We'll get a lot of the people that are just interested in seeing like Charlotte yeah. Theron and stuff that like more yeah. good like good <laughs> movies, but then they'll also pull in teens that love Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. So the week after that uh, is is, a, is another big weekend with multiple movies. Madagascar 3 and Prometheus, which is my most anticipated movie of the of the summer. And I mean, I I know they're obviously two different, completely different, like opposite side of the spectrum fan base and like uh, moviegoers. Like you know, obviously. Well, you have one for the one for the parents, one for the kids, and the right. kids off to Madagascar. If they're uh, you know, it's it's number three by now. So if they're a fan when they were a little kid, now they're old right. enough to go to the movies by themselves. <laughs> Mom and Dad go off to see Prometheus. I wish it was that easy. But right. the thing, the thing that, that I think is going to hurt Prometheus, which is actually it. They rated it after had already like made we are had made our lists. They did they did end up rating it R, which I'm really glad about because I you know for me as a moviegoer I really want not them sure. I don't want them to hold back at all. But as far as this our the movie summer wager goes, uh, that's gonna that takes that usually does take back a little bit. Uh, movies that are rated R tend not to do as well, with the exception of The Hangover or something like that. Uh, usually, obviously they. The ratings on those kind of movies don't really matter because the fan base is a lot different. But yeah, clo- it's, sci-fi is tough too. Yeah, it's a def- it's definitely a tough sell. But I think Ridley Scott and the right. way that they're doing these trailers, comparing it to like Alien, yeah. and it's, well, it's like his return to sci-fi. Yeah, well, it is it is it is a semi prequel to Alien, right? Um, so I'm really interested to see how. If it's going to live up to the darkness that it's kind of portraying in all in all the trailers, right? Um, because I don't want to be so trailer centric, but that's all we have. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's all. That's what you have to. That's, that's all, all we, you have to base stuff on right now. Yeah, but um, I'm kind of wishy washy about it. I think at the beginning of the summer, or well, the beginning of like spring, I was more pumped to see it. I guess the <clears throat> they did a really good job. <clears throat> they did a really good job marketing it in terms of um, uh, movie posters. And yes, the trailer is really the, the sound, whatever soundtrack they're using, you know, music, awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just over time, I'm, I'm it, they're opening it up a little bit more, releasing the two minute cuts. And yeah, I, I stopped watching the trailers because this uh, is a movie I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want. I want to know. The less I know, the better. Going into it, right? Yeah. So anyway, and I think that'll do well. I, I put it later on my list, and I put Madagascar three on my list, obviously, because they all, all those, all the Madagascars did very well. I've never seen any of them, so I can't really judge anything else other than that. I, I uh, mean, I saw one. It did. It was. It was pretty cool. I mean, I, I liked it because it's almost like bringing um, Henry Russo's artwork to life on an island, because that's what yeah. they based the entire island on. Right. His. So we get after that. Real quick, Rock of Ages comes out. Uh, this is something that nobody had on their list. I I was this is the one I was it was I was fighting between this and Battleship to put on my dark horses because I think a movie like Rock of Ages is either a hit 
or a miss. Like, absolute hit or absolute miss. There's really no... I don't think it's going to do, like, okay. I think it's either going to do really well and people are going to love it, or it's going to do really bad and flop like crazy. Yeah, that's how musicals have, been, have tended to yeah. be. In the, like, they're either hits or flops. And I was also trying to figure out if I should put on my Dark Horse list, but for some reason... It just—I don't know. I like seen Tom Cruise and that kind of role, and it's like, definitely a hard sell. It it just kind of weirds me out. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't put it on anything on my list. It's definitely intriguing, and I'm intrigued, like just myself seeing the trailers for very, it. It's very I'm cu- intriguing. I'm curious. Like I, yeah. I'm interested in it, but like what I pay to go see it in the theater, right. I want to go see. Prometheus or Snow White or something yeah. instead. No, I'm yeah. not going to go see Rock of Ages. Agree. Completely agree. Yeah. Weekend after that, uh, another really interesting movie, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Brave. Yep. Now, obviously, Brave is uh, another Pixar movie, and I don't think there's been a Pixar movie that hasn't made the top ten since their creation. Um, whenever they're in the summer, they are almost at the top. And to- Toy Story 3 was the number one uh summer box office movie uh, two years ago and last year's uh was it last year or two years oh no that was three years ago yeah because then two years ago was up and then last year was cars 2 which i forget how well that did i think it made the top 10 i don't remember though yeah i think it was like cars number six or do, seven or no, something cars 2 didn't do very well i don't remember it didn't it still made the top 10 and it did well obviously it's a pixar movie it does well <laughs> but it didn't do as well it did well, but it got bad reviews. I remember people yeah. said it was annoying. Yeah, I didn't see it. I see. I wasn't a fan of Cars One, so I liked but. Cars One a lot. I actually laughed my ass off. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, yeah, I did. I even. What's but this? I think we we all put Brave on our lists. I'm pretty sure everybody put Brave on their lists for the most part, because obviously it's a Pixar movie. It's definitely going to appeal to kids, and people are definitely going to go see it because of the name of. You know, it's Pixar. People are going to go see it regardless of whatever it is. But I think it's got no – it. it's not It's not like a standout movie like the last couple mm-hmm. Pixar movies have been. Like Ratatouille and WALL-E and Up. And, like, they all had, like, these very specific areas of concentration that really appeal to people. Like, they're different. You know what I mean? And Toy Story obviously has the Toy Story name, so that's what pulls those people in. But this is like a – it looked very generic. When I first saw the trailer for this – I thought it was a DreamWorks movie. It looked very. It didn't look very Pixar. No, I had no idea it was. It was Pixar, um, and I, I don't. I don't see it doing as well as any of the other. Even Cars Two, I just I agree. Don't see it doing as well. It's just really different for Pixar because when you think of all of the other ones, like the characters are either toys or robots yeah. or animals, and they're even, so unique. Even in yeah. Up, the main character, they're people, but they're talking dogs and all this stuff. And this is like. It feels very generic. Normal. It's the most normal that they're just people. But I, I think it would. I think it'll do well. I think it looks beautiful. Yeah. I think it looks great, and I'm yeah. very intrigued to go see it. And I love Pixar's movies, so I'm definitely gonna go see it. That's no doubt about that. But whether people are gonna go see it is another story. And it's a uh, there's really no like it's not a well known. It's not a very well defined character. I don't think you know what I mean. It's like it's a girl. I don't even know what her name is, and it's just no. like the lead role. Are people really going to go flock to see like this girl that nobody really well, knows what's really going know, on? You didn't really know the lead character's name in Up, but you saw this really right. Awesome but you saw an old guy with a house full of balloons, and you're yeah, like, "Oh my god, awesome. I want to go see that! I want to go see the balloons go up!" Yeah, there. right. Yeah. Um, and Wally, the same thing. He's like, "Oh, he's a little robot. I want to see, see him the robot all the you know? streets." Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, anyway, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Uh, I know both. I think both you guys have it on your list, or one of you do. Alex, I, I think do. You do. I have it at ten because yeah. I, I think over Dark Shadows. I, I mean, it was between this and that. I think Abraham Lincoln's gonna do fairly well over time. When is it coming out? In June. June twenty second, the same day as Brave, a week after Rock of Ages. It has enough time to do well, and I think Dark Shadows is going to fall off sharply. But yeah. Abraham Lincoln, I think it's going to appeal to um, more of that college age. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I put it as a dark horse because I just think it looks really interesting, and I wasn't sure if it really had the. Balls. I don't know, but I didn't think that. <laughs> I don't that it would have the kind of fan base to get it really like above other things, but right. I think it has a good chance to do decently well. If you so. The thing about this one is, like, I don't think people really know exactly what's happening. Like, it just comes – when I first saw the trailer for this, Abraham I go, where did this come from? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, Abraham think, Lincoln killing vampires. With, I think okay. it's I think it's my favorite trailer. It's a sweet trailer. I'm not – I'm not getting yeah. – don't that, – that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it was just kind of random. I was like, oh. It's it's just such a bizarre, interesting concept that I'm just really intrigued. I want to right. see Abraham Lincoln hunt vampires. Right. Well, it's based off a book. There was a book, well, yeah. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. Also, you should just take a look on iTunes and, and look at the sort of behind the scenes, but commentary from Tim Burton and the, two, you know, I think, I don't know if it was the director, but I know there was another producer. Um, and that really will help. I think that, that it made it more appealing to me to sit yeah. there and listen to them. I don't know. Um, explain that you know his axe is like his well he's Abraham Lincoln during the day and then at night when he puts right. on that hat and wields the axe he's a badass yeah and that's what makes it so just interesting that's cool another thing about this movie it doesn't have the star factor movies without a name in the lead role tend not to do very well yeah, actually he didn't I didn't even see his name on IMDB yeah when I looked for it no Abraham he's Abraham, a no name guy and listed. Almost, he was like, almost n- close to never is there's a is, is the movies do very well uh, with without a lead name like as far as summer movies go and it's the same day as Brave and I, I don't know if it makes money it's gonna have to make money fast because the next weekend GI Joe Retaliation comes out Friday twenty ninth GI Joe Retaliation comes out as well as Magic Mike which I don't think we need to talk about it. I don't think it's gonna do well it's not gonna make I'll, make, I'll make a quick prediction that uh, GI Joe is gonna do just as well. As Battleship. Yeah. That, see, those it, are the two I'm th- I was tossing up. I was like, G.I. Joe and Battleship. I don't think either of them are necessarily going to do well. The same make audience the top 10. see it. Yeah, the, like, both of those movies to me, just like, I have no desire to see them. They just look right. stupid. So I kind of put them in the same category. And I put Battleship as 10 because I know that it was released earlier overseas and it was doing really well. Yeah. But... That, yeah. never, that never says anything about. I American know that audience. never says about here. Right. I know, but I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's better than I than it looks because it's doing so well. And then you know, now everyone's saying it's. I read one thing that says it redefines stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of. So then, uh, GI Joe for me is kind of in that same category. I just. Yeah, I agree. I left it off my list entirely. Me too. Um. Okay, so then a couple days later, on it's a Tuesday release, July 3rd, The Amazing Spider-Man comes out. Woo! Uh, very, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how, where this movie goes, how well it does, 
if it takes off to become another the new Spider-Man reboot franchise, uh, if they decide to incorporate this into the actual Marvel universe somehow, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I want to see. It. I love Andrew Garfield. Uh, he, he's the lead role. He plays Peter Parker in Spider-Man. I lo- uh, he's a great actor. Uh, it's got a lot of um, lesser, like not really. I wouldn't say less caliber, like lesser caliber or lesser, like the they're just not as they're not. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's Emma Stone, I think, right, is playing yes. the love interest. Nominated for an Oscar. Right. <laughs> and, well, she's she's definitely making her name for herself, and yeah. she's in the top of her game now, I would say. And then there's Eugene Levy, or Eugene Levy, wow, listen to me. Uh, Dennis Leary, that's his name, I can't think of him. He plays her father, and he's kind of, he's like a big name. He's not like, people don't flock to go see his movies, though. You know, they don't look, they're like, oh. Dennis Leary. I, I see would, the new movie. Well, I think all these guys are actually very, very famous. You know what I mean? He's a, Andrew Garfield's in the Social Network. Emma Stone is friggin' everywhere. Easy A, the help, um, the help not uh, not knocked up. Um, the super, super, super bad. bad. I mean, I want to see it almost just because she's in it to see how she's going to do. I can't remember the love interest name who actually was Peter Parker's first love, and then Mary Jane came along later. I'm getting comic booky on you, but. Um, Gwen Stacy, huh? Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy. Um, and then who else? Uh, who's playing? Rise Ifens or Ifens? I, I can't pronounce his name. He plays the Doctor Connors. Okay, Doctor Connors. Yeah, or the Lizard, I guess. I thought there was a uh, famous name attached. But uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna definitely do well. The Spider name. Its name itself is gonna do well. I don't think it's gonna do nearly as well as the other Spider-Man movies because it's not the same thing. You know what I mean? It's not Tobey Maguire playing Spider-Man and people and are gonna, might be turned off by that. You can't, you can't expect a reboot to do just as well. You and know, like, and a reboot so soon, like I'm yeah. really excited to see it, but so many people I feel like are going to be like, didn't I just see this? Right. But then Spider-Man it's, it's three way... was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Also... People might want to, people might be excited for Spider-Man to redeem I know. Well, I feel the all, same way. Let's, let's all consider that this is not the Spider-Man we saw t- over ten years ago. Right. This is the Amazing Spider-Man. This is. The I know. Original. Yeah. Oh yeah. I it's mean, quote unquote the untold story, even though it's the same origin story. He gets bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> it's like kind of radioactive. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see him be who Peter Parker was supposed to be. I'm excited to see not. It's not. They're not playing with genetics as much as they were in the fir, in the you know the Raimi version. I want to see the web shooters that he makes. I want to yeah. see like his ex- exploration of his father and how his yeah. Father it seems like there's a lot more with the family. Vision. Yeah, because his father this. created the spider, which you know bit Peter, and now Peter has this burden, and doc the doctor's going to tell him all about his daddy issues and. <laughs> whatever so I, I just think it's a deeper storyline and it's yeah. more enjoyable it just went we'll nowhere see. with three right yeah it just they're trying to bring in too much because peter parker was already a flat character yeah to begin with it'll definitely do well there's no doubt about that it definitely make the top 10 that's for sure uh, and i'll definitely go see it i'll be there i'm excited and also it's in 3d too so it's gonna make more money that way you gotta oh, keep 3D, that in mind. 3d web shooting Woo. so the week after that uh, or no, that that Friday, I guess, Savages, the new Oliver Stone movie comes out. Uh, nothing really to say about that. The week after that, Friday, July 13th, Ice Age 4, Continental Drift, or just Ice Age, Continental Drift, I guess. That'll do. And Ted. 
comes out that weekend too. Yeah. Ice Age is the all the Ice Ages do extremely well and sure. people love that franchise. Like everyone I talk like people I talk to who have like kids or you know what I mean, like that kind of went to see like the first one or liked the first two. Like they love all of them and they're like, Oh my I can't wait for the next Ice Age movie. I think I like, we all really? went to see it in theaters, didn't we? Like the first one. I don't remember. It was so long ago that first oh, thing came out. Yeah. But I, I don't remember where did I put this one on there. Yeah, see, I have this one as number five on my list because it's it's going to do well because people love it and all of them have done like extraordinarily well. Like every one of the Ice Age movies, and I think this one's in 3D too, so it's going to make the 3D money. 3D money. I have it at five as well, and above Madagascar. Uh, actually, above Brave and Madagascar. Yeah, same with me too. I have it as the highest kids movie for the year. Yeah. See, I had Brave as the highest kids movie of the year, but I'm just all about originals, the first of. This is the way I am. Right. But, I mean, I have Ice Unfortunately, Age not everyone thinks like that. Next, <laughs> yeah. following pretty much right after it. So I'm, I know right. Ice Age 4 will do really well. Yeah. Also, the same, the same weekend, a completely different uh, crowd. I, Ted comes out, which... I, I when I was looking through when I was talking about this, the comedies early like this some like there's really no big comedies coming out this year I think this might this has the chance to be like the comedy for the summer like the one that everyone's like oh you got to go see it it's so funny like sort of like oh you got to go see the Hangover it's so good it's the the new Seth MacFarlane live action movie it's like kind of think of it as like Family Guy live Dire- action sort yeah, of yeah directed more or less. by and voiced by yeah Seth. it's like a it's Mark Wahlberg who's a big name. And uh, Seth MacFarlane, who's a big name, they're 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 like splattering these tra- like these trailers and previews with from the creator of Family Guy. You know what I mean? That's gonna make people be like, oh yeah, I want to go see it. You know? Yep. And I put it as my dark horse because I'm not sure it's rated R. And but I, I put it in there as as my other dark horse because I feel like it, it if it does kind of pull it an inception, if you will, and just kind of like make people like flock towards the box office to go see this movie like everyone's like oh you gotta see it then i'll you know i'll be in the clear by having it in my dark horse but yeah i, th- I think it has the i think it has the best chance of being the most popular comedy because who, who yeah. wouldn't want to see a, a a crazy ass teddy bear being an right. asshole yeah you know <laughs> we gift that is the big one dark knight rises yep i think we said so, <laughs> we know it's gonna do well we know it's definitely going to be number one or number two. I think it's safe to say that. Yep. And the thing is, here's here's the big question: if whether it makes more than Avengers or not. There's basically two ways to think about it. Avengers started off the summer movie season. It has all three months to make money. It's a 3D movie. It gets all that 3D money. It's got all of these different stars, like you guys mentioned earlier, that are going to pull in all these people to go see this movie. Obviously, that's been working because it's making a ton of money. The Dark Knight, uh, the the Dark Knight movie, not Dark Knight Rises, the the second movie, was the number one movie of that summer and broke a bunch of records as well. Now, this movie comes out July twentieth, so it has roughly forty days to make more money than the Avengers. It's not in 3D, and it comes out this, like, obviously a lot later in the summer. It's a toss of whether it's going to make the same money, like, in the amount of time. It's going to make that money in 40 days. Can it do it? Well, probably. Um, 
it's 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 the only movie that would be capable of doing it and it's right. it's the last hurrah i mean what you have to look at it's i mean over time it's hard looking at movies now because or um looking at like um their how well the sequels did like transformers i think it was the second one made the most money 400 million out of all yeah. of all of them and three didn't do as i think three and two one and three were this were similar and three two was number two in the box office was it last summer yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. And um, it's just really hard. Like with the econ- I think the economy is doing a lot better now, so that I think Dark Knight's going to do well e- either way. It was so yeah. it, it was sold out everywhere. Yeah, I remember they had seven wow. showings, seven midnight showings. I think I, up here at our local theater, I couldn't get into an IMAX showing at all. I tried. And uh, I think this one's just—it's going to be just as popular. I think they're shooting the, a good chunk of it in IMAX with IMAX. Yeah, cameras. definitely. That's and, what they're—they're they're, um, kind of promoting it as. Yeah, I, and man, I, I really wish I could get into an IMAX this time around. But even the 3D—I'm not sure what they really did with 3D if they're just converting it or not. But well, I, this isn't in 3D. Well, right, right. So, but you know that they could do some crazy bullshit later on where they're going to release it and convert it or whatever and remarket it. I just want to know like what, what's appealing tech technically, I guess the IMAX would be that a whole factor is going to be more. Yeah. Appealing. I don't think the, I mean, an IMAX showing, I don't think is as much as like an IMAX 3d showing, obviously. Yeah. And you but, have to be careful. Like we have an IMAX theater. That's a Limax theater. Yeah. So Which I don't bothers me so much. I'm I don't, not going to get into that right now. I don't have four hours to talk about it. I, um, I think another thing you think of is that I think coming two months ago, if you asked me, uh, what movie are you looking forward to the most for the summer? I would say dark Knight rises without a doubt. And I think most people felt that way. And then the Avengers came out and it came out and people saw it and they're like, this movie's really awesome. And they, that word of mouth thing kind of happened. Like, oh, you got to see Avengers. You got to see it. And then people saw it and everyone, this guy saw it and his friend saw it. And then the other person saw it and they brought their kids to see it. And then they brought their girlfriends to see it. And everybody saw it. And like, oh, we're going to go again. Let's go see it again. And it did really awesome. And now everyone's like, oh man, Avengers was so cool. I can't wait until Dark Knight comes out. You know what I mean? Like I'm even more excited now to see Dark Knight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people get in that mindset. I don't know. And it's, it's, it's going to, it's, it's uh, better made. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. It's it's no no pun intended. It's it's darker, mm-hmm. um, and just overall the quality of filmmaking is probably like just, just it'll blow it'll blow that out. It'll blow the Avengers out of the water at least for me. I don't know, man. No, I mean like the the, the Avengers was the, top the Avengers, notch, dude. The Avengers was shot on a mixture of se- Canon seven Ds and Mark II. Yeah, we're gonna get all technical I'll get all on technical you on, yeah. i agree though i think th- technically the dark knight rises is going to be a better production in yeah. terms of the film aesthetics and whatnot yeah i would they, probably agree with that i would also say that they've had probably an extra year to work on it over the avengers uh, christopher uh, nolan's been working on that movie since he finished inception joss whedon's been doing it since he hasn't been working on it that long. I mean, other than when when did uh, Captain America end? Well, he, he 
well, Whedon has he, he's collaborated on every every single set. Usually, does all the, the the stuff at the end to tie help tie things together. You know, help bring the room tie to tie the room together. He wasn't part of the he wasn't part of any of the Marvel stuff until they announced the Avengers and they announced he was directing it. He had no help other than that. Actually, outside he, of that, he directed some of the shorts at the end. Like if you stay after the movie, he directed some of those for for Captain America. Yeah. Not for the one, not for Iron Man and the stuff that started it all. He wasn't part of that because he hadn't been, he wasn't on, signed as a director yet because they didn't even know they were making an Avengers movie yet. Well, either way, technically speaking, I think that just production quality wise, we're going to see, you know, Dark Dark Knight's just, uh, I love everything Nolan does. Like his, his, all of his visuals and all of his special effects are just so real. They're so live action. They're not, they're not too, they're tastefully, um, composited, and obviously, I, I'm we're we're I think I think we're just complimenting the move, complimenting him and his style more than we're arguing anything yeah. between the Avengers and. Oh no, I agree. And Christopher Nolan's one of my favorite filmmakers, and I agree with everything you're saying. He's going to be but, in history books, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I agree. He is. I think he's. I think he was the best filmmaker of the 2000s, no, without a doubt. All of his movies were yeah. top notch. Damn good. Was Memento anyway. in the 2000s? What's that? Me- was Memento in the 2000s? It was like... Ni- uh, was it? I think it was actually 2000. Okay. Well, there 2000, you go. I think. Or maybe it was 99. It was definitely close. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, I mean... The week after that... Not that it really matters, because Dark Knight's going to do just like what Avengers did. It's going to take away from all the movies that come on after it, because people are going to keep going back to see it. Yeah. Uh, week after that is... Uh, step up revolution. Hey, I don't need to worry about that. Week after that is uh, Born Legacy and Total Recall, which I, a bunch of us actually put uh, the Born Legacy in either the top ten or the Dark Horse. It's in a lot of Dark Horses, and I think Total Recall is on one or two Dark Horses too. And I think the reason why I put Born Legacy is because the Born movies did extremely well, and people know that franchise and they want to see more of it. The only thing is that that's holding me back and thinking that it's not going to do very well is that it's there's it's not Matt Damon. It's not mm. uh, See, uh, it's another boring that, movie, but it's not Matt Damon. I don't you know what I mean. And Jeremy Renner is good, but people are really with Jeremy Renner, right? And he's in the Avengers and everything. People are really he's the really Hurt making Locker. the name in the Hurt Locker. He's an excellent actor. Being oh no, no doubt. That I think it's he's all, not blockbuster status though. But I he don't could know, be. Man. I think he That's could one be. of the could be. He could be. And I think it's taking a series of films that people really enjoy and almost like refreshing it. Like I was really thrown off too. That's why I only put it as a dark horse. Right. And I was even questioning even to put yeah. it there. But that's Me my too. argument for it is that people really like him and it's it has that kind of that as much as, fresh face star power kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and as much as I like Matt Damon I almost like him. I would almost prefer to see him in in the Bourne series over Matt Damon. That's how much I think he. That's how much I like him as an actor. Hmm. I'm I'm well, not even kidding. Like I like Matt Damon. Well, Bourne Legacy only has it comes out Friday, August third. It's only got twenty seven ish days to make enough money. Yeah. Usually, usually to make the top ten, you have to make roughly around one hundred and sixty million, give or take. Yeah. To usually, that's about the basis of the bottom uh, margin of making the top ten. I think it's around that. It's like an average. I think we can uh, all agree that if Mark Wahlberg took over, I think we'd have some problems. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> he's hit he's he's hit or miss for me. So the week after Friday, August tenth, the campaign which Brian was mentioning earlier with uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Ovnakis, which will no doubt do well, that's for sure. But it's very late for a com- for a comedy like that to to make. I don't. know. It's tough. It means Will I've I've read a couple people's lists outside of our own group of people's lists that uh, that did put it in their top ten, like very either very low or in the dark horses because. People love Will Ferrell movies. You know, there's really no getting around that. It's it's not science. People go see his movies. Yeah, I had it as a dark horse, and then I took it out and I put in The Born Legacy instead. But just because Zach Galifianakis is on fire, people like love him. And then yeah. Will Ferrell, he's just like the comedian of our time in a yeah. way. Like everything, and then especially since. It's political, and there's all the you know political bullshit right. going on, and it just makes fun of it. But yeah, it comes out so late, and people yeah. might people might want that relief, like they want want might want an excuse to go see something or somebody make fun of the whole political yeah, exactly. atmosphere yeah. because it's I agree, annoying God, yeah, I'm sick of it already. Yeah, I was thinking of- it's it's still going to be dealing with the the fallout from Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh sure! Like, I mean, all I, of these yeah. movies are going to be falling, falling agree. behind its shadow. Everything after that's Batman the, is just screwed. That's what I'm saying. That's why. <laughs> I mean, August is a bad month. But even if like Dark Knight came out in the beginning of July, those movies in July would have been just as screwed, more I'll or less. See, too. Be, I will be seeing the bat or the Dark Knight Rises in July, and then I'll be seeing seeing it in August instead of seeing any of the other movies that. Are right, coming. I agree. And then a uh, week after that, um, for the last week, Friday, August 17th, it's uh, The Expendables 2, which I don't think the first Expendables made the top 10 that summer because it came out in August again, sort of like similar to what it did, I think a little earlier in August, but it did well in the box office, it just didn't uh, have enough time to accumulate money to make the top 10. It did well, though, and it's got the star. If anything, the only factor it has is the star factor. Yeah, it wasn't such... I, I did watch the movie, and I I never thought I would, and it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, see, I, haven't, I, I never watched it. It's on Netflix. I should it was, just it was, watch it. It, it was a good movie. It wasn't a terrible movie. See, for me, it just looks like it has the, the stars okay. in it. Like the Rambo? Has, the has-been stars in it, as awesome as they are, though, but, like... Come on, and like, dude, it's it, got Arnold Schwarzenegger. This one has Arnold Schwarzenegger and Chuck Norris. That's gonna bring all of the nerds to I go see this see thing. That just oh wait, that. Chuck Norris is in see, this one. Look at you. Yeah. Oh well, that's that. Like, there's like a that cult following. Yeah, I know Chuck Norris. That, I, <laughs> I know people because like, I don't crazy. really have an interest in those movies, but you know, in the Expendables, but it, it was all right. Look, look, that's pretty funny. Stallone's movies are okay. Like he had he had Rocky, and then he had um. Rambo, Rambo was atrocious. It was one of the most gory movies I had I had ever seen. Dude, First Blood is a fantastic movie. It, it's like, I don't know. I think it was honestly. I'm sorry to insult your neighbor, but Julie Benz wasn't playing. She didn't do such a good job in Rambo. First Blood. I'm, I'm per- I took that so personally. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. apologized. You're gonna tell her beforehand. mom. Don't tell her mom. Well, we're gonna end on that note by insulting. So that's pretty much the summer, and uh, we mu- we'll we'll probably do an episode at come late August, uh, early September, to uh, wrap up basically our predictions 
and the results. But in so between... we'll be back then with both of you two if you're still alive. <laughs> wow, you better edit that I don't know. part out. Jeez. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, see you then. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Cinema Clash. Please visit cinemaclash at blogspot.com for past episodes and ajaznetworks.com for our other great podcasts. And if you have any questions, comments, or even a suggestion for a battle, email us at cinemaclash at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 623-AJAZZ64. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates. Find this show and more at Ajaz Networks. Originally different media for your personal taste.